Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast with global sales trainer and professional speaker, Lois Kofi. Each week, it is her goal to share inspiration and education for you to be, do, have the best health and wealth and wisdom for your life. Hey, 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 welcome back. This is Lois Kofi here for a special edition of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast, and I'm so flippin' excited. I have Jonathan Mingle from Phoenix, Arizona back with me. He is the Naked Tax Business Coach Extraordinaire. He helps keep the IRS off your assets, knows all the loopholes, and is a phenomenal speaker. And I, I just love you, Jonathan. I'm, I'd love to just turn it over to you, um, share more of who you are, how you got where you are, your story, and all the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited to be here. I really am, Lois. Thank you so much. So, um, you know, I guess I'll, I guess I'll just go with an introduction. I think that's probably the best place to start. But before I can get there, though, um, I'd like to ask a question. It's a rhetorical question. But the question is, is where do we believe the root of evil actually comes from? And it actually, I was told that money was the root of all evil, right? Is that that's not where you're going, though? That's what we've been. That's what we've actually been told, right? That's what we've been programmed to believe that money is evil. Um, and the reason for that is because most people don't know about how to get it. But more importantly, though, the root of all evil actually goes all the way back from the time that we're born, and it's in that moment where people place upon us our how we show up in the world. How, male, female, gay, straight, you know, are we going to be teachers, architects, you name it. Everyone puts all this pressure on us to be something that we don't even know what we're going to become or what we're going to be. And so I call this the root of all evil, which is the shame and the guilt that comes from trying to live up to other people's expectations, whether it's on a personal level, a business level, or a money level. So I'm Jonathan Bengal, the host of a show called Naked Tax Talk, where we bear down to the naked truth about our taxes. And we do that by talking about personal lives, business lives, I mean, our personal lives, our business lives, and our money lives. I am also the founder of a, of a business called JB Financial, which is my tax planning firm. And I'm also a number one author, uh, number one bestseller in Amazon, number one best author, and a number one best international author for a book that I wrote called The ABCs of Deductions, An Entrepreneur's Guide to Tax Write-Offs. For the past 18 years, I've created a multi-six-figure company. That still kind of, that just like blows my mind still, but I created a multi-six-figure company. I've created jobs and I've saved hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes for my clients year after year. I'm an IRS enrolled agent the highest license one can receive from the Internal Revenue Service themselves. I'm a certified tax coach and a certified tax planner. What that means is I'm one badass tax coach. And of course, as I just mentioned, I'm also an author of my book. My biggest claim to fame, helping my clients save hundreds of thousands of dollars, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars overnight. And we do it almost like in our sleep you know, saving 150, 160, 200,000 in savings. Today, women and LGBTQ-owned business owners hire us as their elite naked business tax coach 
because most fear the IRS. And it's out of that fear that they overpay and they underdeduct. What that translates into is over a billion dollars of taxes that are unnecessarily paid. So what we do is we help to unlock the mystery of taxation, uncover those legal loopholes, and reveal those opportunities to create more tax savings. In essence, we take our clients from the sleepless nights of worrying about their taxes, their tax bills, being caught, being audited, to the rhythm of financial success. That's amazing. That's a lot. I mean, uh, having been through financial challenges, IRS, and man, they were harsh back in the day when they garnished my wages. They're just, uh, they're just greedy. And I didn't have the right person in my life like you. How did you even become to decide, did you just wake up one day and say, I want to be an enrolled agent? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no, <laughs> this was not what I intended. When I was a little boy and I wanted to be a teacher, this is not what I had anticipated. Um, you know, so a little bit about my background. So I actually am a child of extreme poverty. And most people who know my show, they know me, they know this about my background. So I actually am a product of extreme poverty. And I define that by a single mother who raised two boys on a fixed income of $500 a month. And so oftentimes we didn't know where we were living. We didn't know, uh, well, within reason, our food, oftentimes we didn't have the luxury of all these cool things like fast food and, you know, nice foods and stuff like that. It was always like, oh, we have enough to, does my mom have enough rice saved up so she could continue feeding us for the whole month? Um, you know, stuff like that. Clothing was an issue. Um, you know, holidays, what holidays? They didn't exist because there was no money there to have holidays really. Mm -hmm. So. I grew up with a sense of my mother always telling us that we are wealthy in love, but we're poor with money. And this is what, you know, this is kind of what she would say to us a lot. And what I'm glad she did because my heart is so huge and so massive full of that love. And it comes from me really wanting to help others. And so when I was a young boy, my mother would always say to me, you're, you're my maestro, which is Spanish for teacher. Like, you're my teacher. You're my teacher. And I really, truly believed that that's what I really wanted to do. In fact, the test came when I was 12 years old. And my mother, it was Christmas. I was 12, 12 years old, Christmas, mm -hmm. 1992. And under the Christmas tree, which normally were four items, uh, two pairs, of, a pair of socks and a pair of underwear, and they were wrapped up. That's always what you got for Christmas. That's all we ever got. But one Christmas day, 1992, there was this massive Christmas present under the tree and it had my name on it. And I had no idea what it would be. And when Christmas came, I tore it open. And to my amazement, it was a blackboard, a chalkboard. And huh. my mother had found this chalkboard, who knows where, but she gave it to me as a present. And so instantly I ruined my brother's and my cousin's life by turning them into my students. And we took <laughs> school. Oh my God, this is adorable. I, this is the good stuff. <laughs> so I had them play with me. I was the teacher, they were my students. And to this day, my brother talks about that, which is ironic, but I became the teacher. And so when I went to school, school was extremely easy for me. I mean, I was, I was almost a 4.0 kid. I was a 3.98 student. 
graduated number four out of 400 kids, honor student, AP, you name it. I was the total nerd and I loved it. And my, um, where was I going with all that jazz? And oh, with teaching. So because school was so easy, and it turns out it's not just school, it's taxes too, and accounting, and cash, mm -hmm. and money, and everything else that comes easy to me. And so I realized that I could go to school, and instead of learning how to write a five-paragraph essay, or instead of having to learn about quantum physics, I would study my teachers. And I would write down little critiques of, I would do that differently. I like how they did that. I like how they did this. And so I was creating my own, what I want to be as a teacher, because that's really truly what I wanted to become. And so when I graduated high school, I would end up at university with my originally, I was supposed to get a bachelor's degree in education. And I wanted to be an elementary school teacher. That's the truth. And um, it would turn out that that's not how things were going to plan out because I met a gentleman that was many years my senior, and he became my mentor, and he was a financial advisor. And he had said, you know, I know your past, I know where you've come from. He goes, but do you wanna be poor your entire life? And when he posed that question, it scared me to death because I come from poverty. And so I said, what am I supposed to do? And he said, well, go work with money. And I said, well, what does that mean? And he goes, well, go take an accounting class, see first of all, if you like that, and then go from there. And so I went, I took a, a, night, a night course at uh, a college, actually. I took Accounting 101, and um, I loved it. And again, it came easy to me. I understood debits, credits. I got A's in it, of course. And so it just took off. And so I ended up changing my major from education to accounting. Then I would find myself working for CPA firms. But here's the catch. While working as a CPA, I mean, I was not a CPA, but working as an accountant in these firms, they had a problem with an open gay person in their workspace. And so we all know just recently the Supreme Court finally recognized that sexual orientation is a protected class. Well, before then it wasn't. And so I got fired twice for being an openly gay person on the workforce. Um, the first time it happened to me, it was a shock. The second time it happened to me, it was because I was systematically discriminated against for three and a half years until I was basically forced out. Now, the thing about this is working with CPAs, of course, it gave me the experience. It gave me everything I needed to do to do what I do today. But I got burnt out and I decided in 09 that I no longer wanted to be an accountant. Like I was done with it, you know, toodles noodles. And so I ironically enough found myself getting my master's degree in secondary education. So finally, for the first time in my life, I felt like I was fulfilling my dream, my passion to become a teacher. And so I did, I entered the teaching world. I met my lovely husband now, 11 years coming up on 12 and um, everything else. And he too is a teacher, which is fantastic. And so, but I would be forced out because I was an openly gay teacher. And so I didn't know what else to do. What else do you do? My dream, my passion of being a teacher was crushed. And so I found myself going home to commit suicide because what's the purpose? What I discovered in that moment is without purpose, there's no life. And that's mm -hmm. how I felt. And so I drove home the day that I had uh, resigned essentially as a teacher and decided that what's, there's no point in living. And so I actually went into the bathroom grabbed my bottle of sleeping pills that was prescribed to me again because I was under so much so much stress. Sure. And as I began to pour the damn bottle in my mouth, my husband, who's not supposed to be home, shows up 
because again, universe is like, JB, you're not done yet, buddy. Like <laughs> I got to rescue. And so my <laughs> husband showed up and he caught me in the act, of course. And he goes, you're crazy. Like, oh my God. Like, and he started, you know, flipping out, of course. And uh, that's when we got and went and got help and uh, hired attorneys to help me fight back the best we could. And, uh, and at the end of the day, we ended up settling, um, but not because I was gay. It was something completely different that the school had did. Now, what's interesting is I sat there for a year thinking about what I really wanted to do in my life. And at mm -hmm. that time, I was in my third year of my Buddhist practice. And I thought, mm -hmm. well, fantastic. I'll teach people how to be, how to, how to meditate and make some money that way, you know? But then what happened is my accounting brain kicked in and said, well, that's all great and dandy, but meditation's like a luxury. What happens if there's a recession? What happens if things start to tumble? You know, what's a critical skill that you have that you possess? And so I was basically fighting myself back into the accounting world again. And because every listen, two things, death and taxes. So I knew I would be doing taxes. And so I found myself recession proof. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, COVID's happening. People literally are losing their jobs. They're losing their businesses and I'm flourishing. So it's one of those things that just is. So I got out there and started doing it. But what I did not want to be was an accountant that worked from January to April 15th, Monday through Monday and still made no money. And so mm -hmm. I set out to change my life. I set out to change who I was and I started to discover and fall in love again with who I am. I started to really truly embrace my soul, myself as a person. And when I started to do that, what I discovered is that my business really began to take off. I didn't hit my six figures until three years in business. Just within three years, I hit six figures. But I didn't do that until I started looking at myself, at my inner soul, and started looking back at the shame and the guilt that I mentioned earlier, which is going back into time and looking at that and saying, man, I was told that I had to be straight. I was told I had to be a Christian. I was told that I had to have a wife and kids. I was told I had to be a teacher, right? I was told all these things, right? All these things I was told. And so I, of course, did not realize, but I was holding on to all of that guilt, all of that shame. And as you know, you heard me speak before, you know, it was at 14 years of age that I finally accept, began the process of self-acceptance. But it yeah, isn't. That doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. And I'm at the time of today's film. I'm 39 years old, soon to be 40, and I finally embrace me for me. We're talking decades, decades, decades of working on self. And so, needless to say, I finally accepted who I am and stepped into the power of the authority of who I am in this industry. So I. That's how I got started in this. Was kind of like you're kind of thrust into it. And here's the thing. I don't want to become a CPA. Why? Because I don't want to be a stuffy CPA with no personality that, you know, wears suits and ties that has this judgmental thing that looks down on you because your books are out of order, because you haven't filed your taxes in 10 years, because you're being audited, because you have a tax bill. I don't want to be that person that judges you for your financial life because that's not who I am. I want it to be the support. I want it to be the inspiration. 
I want to. Jonathan, do I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you really quickly because I want you to keep going. I, I've got a um, really quick like I was sharing with you. I have one interruption, so okay. I'll be back. But I want you first of all. I love you. Thank you for that story. I have a huge heart for the LGBTQ community. Authenticity. I went through a lot of that BS that you did in a in a different way of self-loathing, shame, judgment, have tos. You should be a good girl. All of that. And I'm, it was like 40, it was kind of my turning point to, to really release that. So I think that's a powerful message, especially right now when all of this loss is happening and this trauma, it's, I think it's bringing that stuff back up to the surface for a lot of people. It's like a wake up call for all of us to just release the baggage and be your true, authentic, beautiful self, shame-free, guilt-free. Yeah. So thank you. Um, I'd love for you to talk about your book, like Ooh. for the next five minutes, if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta look at the clock. <laughs> yes. So just, I will uh, and then I'll, I'll, I'm gonna put the the spotlight on you, and I'll be, I'll be back in just a few minutes. Okay. Just to do that. Let's do that. Fantastic. So as I was saying a second ago, right? It's about the. It's about. I didn't want to be that accountant that judges, and so. What I slowly realized over time is that the reason why people are so afraid to come talk to accountants is because you guys are afraid of being judged. You guys are afraid of being told, shame on you for not keeping your books in order. Shame on you for not filing your taxes. You know, like you're a terrible person, right? Without actually saying it, just the, the verbal, the nonverbal cues that we all pick up on. And so I thought, you know what, there's got to be a solution to this. And so about a year ago, I thought of the idea and I began to work on my first book, which is called The ABCs of Deductions, An Entrepreneur's Guide to Tax Write-Offs. I wrote this book because I realized that for even myself, as a tax expert, pre-AIRS agent, pre-certified tax coach, pre-all that, I too was afraid to deduct. I was afraid to uh, write off things that I knew that really were part of my business, but they kind of were fuzzy a little bit, but I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it. Um, I too know what it's like to actually have a surprise tax bill at the end of the year. And I hate that so much so that I monitor this on a monthly basis. And I actually do this with my clients. But the point is, is I said, man, there's got to be a starting point to all of this. And so I wrote this book the ABCs of deductions. And what I discovered is that it's the foundation to all entrepreneurship. It's one of the stepping stones. It's one of the layers of a foundation. My book basically are kind of these pillars that will help to hold you up because here's what I discovered. My clients who come to me who are afraid, who are scared, who are just straight up fearful, when they're done working with us, they walk out with confidence, knowing the things they can deduct, knowing the things they can write off, when they can deduct it, how to deduct it. And so I went ahead and wrote a book. Why? Because I want every single one of us entrepreneurs to be successful. I want every single one of us to understand and believe in our heart that the IRS is actually our friend. And I wrote this book so simple, the ABCs. That's the elementary teacher in me because I wanted you guys not to fall asleep. I wanted you guys to get a lot of value and I wanted you guys not to be afraid to look at a tax book. I promise you there's no legal talk in there. There is no citations to uh, crazy laws in the law book. 
There's no uh, what I call accountant speak or lawyer speak. I tell you guys letters of the alphabet and connect it to common deductions and write-offs that every business owner is entitled to. And I tell it in a story format so that it's simple to grasp. It's easy to understand. And more importantly, it's extremely easy to comprehend. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the taking the stage, center stage, where you belong. That was awesome. <laughs> awesome. And yeah. how, how can they access the book? I'm going to show it up on the slide right now. But if you want to yeah. explain that, because it just released. Like, just released it. July 7th, 7th, 2020. I'll never forget that date, my friend. 7-7-2020. I launched this book. Uh, it's in pre-order status as of today, today's recording, July the 10th. Um, but the way you get it is you text one word, get the book. So get the book to 555 Uh There you're going to meet my virtual employee. His name is Sensorbot. And he will show up half naked just like I do, except he's more ripped. <laughs> And he will give you information um, about how to get the book. Um, and when you do, when you sign up with him, he'll guide you through the process and then he'll send you to the link to get the book. It's on pre-order and it's 99 cents. So that's what you get it for. Um, that's our gift to you guys. And then if you guys are interested in uh, going beyond that, SensorBot will also give you a link to connect with me through what I call my tax opportunity discovery session, which by the way, Lois, for you and your listeners, I'm going to gift this half hour. Normally I charge $500 for a half hour consultation. I'm going to gift this to anyone who listens. So by the way, if I talk to you and you call me up, you schedule, you better say you're coming from Lois. So <laughs> you will get, uh, it's, it's, you'll get, I'm going to gift it to you guys. It's a half hour tax opportunity discovery session. And there we're going to get naked, figuratively, of course. And we're going to talk about your tax life, your personal life, and your business life. And what we're going to do is we're going to come up with a basis of where we're going to take you, your next step. Lois has actually been through this, ironically enough. So she can share her own personal story behind this. But at the end of the day, you guys are going to know what your tax bill is going to be at the end of the year. You guys are going to know what it could be at the end of the year. You're going to be able to determine if your audit risk, this is something we're also offering, is your audit risk analysis. And we're also going to offer you a whole bunch more. But it starts with having the tax optimization discovery session with us. Awesome. And, you and do you want them to just reach out to me or have them reach out? How do you want them to call can, you or reach out? They can reach out to either one of us and I'll make sure that we both have the links. Uh, if you guys are really, really want to, if you want to bypass sensor, you don't want to meet sensor, that's okay. Um, Lois, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, oh, I can't give you, um, uh, I can't give you the, the link publicly. So Lois, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go get the link. And then I'm going to put it in the private chat and then you can put it on the public chat. Yep, that's perfect. And someone had a question. Um, do you go outside of the U.S. if they wanted a consultation? Like, let's say, for example, they're in Mexico or Canada or Europe. The answer is yes. Um, if you're as long as you have income in the United States um, or you've got something in the United States, I can work with you. Um, if you're strictly in Canada or you're strictly in France or parce que je suis pas français donc c'est pas de problème pour moi pour communiquer avec toi et también español si tu quieres yo puedo hablar español también también con mi familia no más con mi familia pero con 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 tu gente también 
ты хочешь говорить по-русски, это хорошо. Multiple languages, multiple ways to get a hold. But yeah, so if you have income-based, if you have US-based income, I can work with you. As a matter of fact, if you are in multiple countries, the United States has tax treaties with multiple countries. Um, the strongest ones are between us and Canada, us and Mexico, um, us and Europe. So there's a lot of very strong tax treaties that plays into where we pay taxes and how we pay taxes. Well, that's powerful. I also had a question for you before we wrap it up. And this is a question that I ask of everyone, even though I know today with your interview, we were more focused on the wealth because my show is healthy and wealthy and wise. And you've already shared, you know, some of your journey about health and wisdom. But if you had to summarize it for us, Jonathan, what does healthy and wealthy and wise mean to you? Healthy, wealthy and wise. Well, for me, healthy is letting go of the fear, uh, letting go of the fear, because we all know that fear manifests itself in many ways. Uh, for me, it manifests here and it feels like someone's sitting on my chest and I can't breathe. That's called anxiety, right? So health, right? If, I, if this is clear, then I can make clear decisions about where I spend my money in my business, right? I'm clear about how my deductions work. Uh, wise comes from our ability to uh, tune in to an episode called Cockroaches and Wisdom and What They Taught Me. That's what, that's what wise is. But what, wisdom is really when we become aware and multiple things that play into that. So wise is really about our experiences and looking at them and saying, what, what did those experiences teach us? What is the lesson that we're learning? And the more in tune we are with that, like having this cleared up, the faster we can ask those questions to get at what is the lesson. Like right now, Lois, with you, what's the lesson I'm learning in here? I'm going to go back and redraft some of my, I'm going to redraft some of my key points in my talk, right? So like in my head, I already saw some things that I want to do differently, right? What's the lesson? So healthy, wise, and money, wealth. So wealth is about our opportunity. Wealth is opportunities. Wealth is the ability to believe, to have faith, which is called interest, <laughs> which makes money. Uh, it's about having faith that everything in your life is meant to be and that you're headed in the direction you're supposed to head into. And here's something really important about every single one of us. Fear simply is something we imagine ourselves because for whatever reason an experience taught us this and so it latches itself to it. But I always ask myself this question. The last time I worried about money, when was the last time I could not pay my employees? When was the last time I could not pay my rent, my mortgage, everything else? For me personally, when I used to think that way, money seemed to be very difficult to acquire. When I let go of that and just went with the flow and monitored that on a daily basis and just said, oh, I see some money coming in. Oh, I see a sales call coming in. Oh, 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 all the oops. What I realized is that I've never had to worry about that. And that releases this fear. That was powerful. Thank you so much. I think I knew you'd have some additional nuggets for us as we close it out with just even that answer. And I have to say, I don't know if you noticed this, but you're not wearing a shirt and I'm wearing like a nude top. Love so it. it's like, I was, I didn't even plan that guys. So we both got naked today. <laughs> I love it. I totally love it. Yes. yes. Awesome. And, uh, awesome. And yeah. And any entrepreneurs, by the way, uh, that 
would love to get on to my show as a guest as well. My own show, like Lois, like I think I've had you out on my show as well, as a matter of fact. Yes. Yep. 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 Um, so, yeah. And if you guys want to do that, then what you would do is send an email to us. And it's really easy. It's let's get naked at nakedtaxtalk.com. So let's get naked at nakedtaxtalk.com. Oh my gosh, Lois, I've been doing my show for so long. I almost said subscribe to my channel. <laughs> but make sure you subscribe to Lois's channel <laughs> and then come to mine. <laughs> It's all good. It's hey, I come from an abundant mindset, so I'm I'm here to share the wealth, and that's in for me. It's it's friendships, it's relationships, it's social capital, it's ideation, it's masterminding, it's all of the above. So what uh, mi casa es su casa, something love like that. It. Yeah, my maison, for that maison. Yep, I love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, as always, you've, I, I spelled that right, right? Let's get naked at Awesome. So please guys, don't hesitate to reach out with Jonathan. We do got to wrap it up here, but I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart to you viewers that are, are tuning in to really be equipped and empowered to live your best life now. And yeah. I want to thank you again, Jonathan, and look forward to many years to come of you helping us uh, save money on our taxes. Thank you very much. And Catherine Barrow, I see ya. So get on there, click on that link, go book that appointment. Let's get chatting. Yeah, she's amazing. So I'll, I'll make sure anybody that wants to get connected is connected to you, the man, the naked truth tax coach. <laughs> Boom. I used to have right, guys, that up. <laughs> I can coach you on that. <laughs> we should talk. Awesome. All right. Thank All right, you, guys. Lois, for everything. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs>